Elon Musk said on his latest interview with Joe Rogan that if aliens do exist, I would know. He said there's no direct evidence for alien life. He said there have been no alien technologies that have been discovered in any of the ancient archaeological sites and that all the ancient archaeological sites are perfectly explainable by the building methods of the time. <clears throat> really? I'm going balls deep on this one. Please remember to smash the like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel without subscribing to all my beliefs blindly, and share this out far and wide, and then get ready for a deep dive on Waking Infinity News. Welcome back to Waking Infinity, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Ben Joseph Stewart. And as I said in the intro, Elon Musk said, if aliens were to exist, I would know. And Joe Rogan said, I know, that's why I'm asking you. But then Joe went on to ask him a bunch of different questions and Elon shifted and shuffled in his seat and said, uh, if aliens do somehow pop up at some point, I would say, oh, look, this is new information. Okay, great. But here's what he says. I would know. And he says, they must be really shy. If they want their presence known, wouldn't they just hover over LA and make their presence known? If they wanted their presence known, wouldn't they just walk down Main Street and make their presence known? Very good question. But the bottom line is, not only does this not really answer the pan-dimensional element of potential extraterrestrial life, where they could be present in this very room and just, we wouldn't see them, or not all of us would see them. But he basically says that, Okay, if there was a technology like a titanium cube, something that we can only build today that was found in an ancient archaeological site, then maybe we could say aliens. If there was something like some kind of computer chip found in these ancient archaeological sites, then we could say aliens. But because we haven't found those things, no aliens, according to Mr. Musk. Well, this leaves one glaring question. Were we, the ones who didn't uncover all the ancient archaeological sites, were we told the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, about all archaeological finds on planet Earth today? Robert Schock, a very renowned archaeologist and Egyptologist, has said that the Sphinx shows erosion, not just from wind, but also fluvial erosion from water, most typically seen on riverbeds. His conclusion was, this could only mean that the Sphinx was put in place at least 9,000 years ago, and potentially far older when the environment was much different in Egypt. But why is this not the mainstream belief? Because the circular logic of our conventional understanding of human history says the Sphinx could not have been built 9,000 years ago because civilization was not around back then. How do we know that? Because that's all the archaeology shows us. But then how do they explain the archaeology of the Sphinx that very much so does indicate a civilization at least 9,000 years old? Anyway, there's this site called Gobekli Tepe in present-day Anatolia. This, by all accounts, looks like it is the oldest archaeological site on planet Earth that we know of so far, dating back to roughly 8,000 to maybe even 12,000 years ago. And they said, if they keep digging, it may look like 
the actual date would be at least 13,000 years ago is when everything stopped. Not when it was built, meaning when the civilization and this city, Gobekli Tepe, stopped being used, which means it's possibly far older. So how do you explain that when civilization is only 5,000 years old? We've been told that civilization is only 5,000 years old because of the archaeology. But when there's archaeology that ends up arriving that points to a far older origin, at least a far older directional arrow that says it's older. It could be far older. It could be infinitely older. But we don't look at that. Why? Because there's no way it could possibly be true. It doesn't fit our traditional view of history. So you see the circular logic here. This is where we keep butting our heads with historians and archaeologists. Take a look at the evidence. Don't have your belief and then exclude all evidence that may say to the contrary and call that conspiracy and push that to the fringes. Let's maybe do what science was intended to do and keep open minds and allow for our belief structures to, I don't know, bend, maybe even crack, explode when there is very, very interesting archaeological evidence that points to the contrary. So I want to bring your attention to Greg Braden, one of my favorite authors out there. He speaks about oop arts, meaning out-of-place artifacts, because they don't fit the traditional timeline of conventional history. In 1901, off the coast of Crete, an artifact called the Antikythera machine was encrusted in shells and sediment. So they x-rayed this thing. They penetrated deep into it and they found that beneath the sediment there were interlocking gears. Very sophisticated. But the best carbon dating said that this thing must have been built 80,000 years ago. A clay figurine about 2 inches long, also dating to about 1.2 million years ago, was found in the Pleistocene strata of the Earth. Okay, let's go to northern Russia. This is where Elon Musk might need to rethink some of his philosophies. What appears to be a microchip, okay, it just appears that way, but it's a pretty freaking weird looking thing buried into the Permian rock, a Permian period rock found in a strata that dates all the way back to 125 to 250 million years ago. Hard to explain. Okay. A human footprint in New Mexico was found in the Permian period from roughly 290 million years ago. Greg Braden suggests humans may have been around for a lot longer in previous cycles or rounds of humanity than we have once believed. And that I believe potentially secret societies hold some of this ancient knowledge, but I also believe in Sasquatch and Quidditch. Okay, so how is any of this possible? Well, it's not. Why? because civilization is only 5,000 years old. Haven't you been listening? Greg Braden goes on to say that in 2016, NASA released the entire archive of their lunar photos. Some, what they call anomalous images, were blurred out. They didn't want us to see exactly what they were seeing. But others did show very unnatural 90 degree angles, which do not appear in nature, except for granular salt crystals that seem to form into cube patterns. And now we hear that DARPA wants to begin building bases on the moon. So could there be more to the story of what's going on on the moon? Where humans actually come from? How old of a species we really are? What has happened on this very planet 
many, many thousands of years before civilization was believed to even exist. Could we actually have some kind of extraterrestrial origin? Well, not according to Elon Musk. But to be fair, he didn't say he does not believe aliens could exist. He said that maybe no species has ever gotten to the point where they could do interplanetary or intergalactic travel. He didn't even say, I'm closed to the idea of alien life. He just said, I've seen no evidence for it. So, Mr. Musk, I invite you to do a megadose of a plant medicine ceremony with me. I'll hold space and there will be other uh, very good space holders around. We won't say a goddamn word. We won't fill your head with any ideas beforehand. We'll just let you see what many of us have seen, that there is far more than what we've seen. So if you've seen no evidence for something, the absence of evidence doesn't always mean the evidence of absence. Think about that one. And then once you really, really see, you will be a true believer. I'm telling you, you'll be a believer. And when you're a believer, you'll get Vladimir Putin on Clubhouse and you'll tell him to come on over and become a true believer. You'll donate all of your doggy coins or however the hell you pronounce it to the believability of there being extraterrestrial or alien life here on this planet, out in the cosmos. And maybe at that point, Elon, you could put some of that massive wealth, like 130 some odd billion dollars that you accrued in 2020 alone, towards things like endogenous DMT research. Not even just psychedelic research, but how do we access that potential within us? <clears throat> There's something called DMT Quest you might want to look into. So that's my news and I'm sticking to it. Remember to go over to benjosephstewart.com, become a member. You'll get the deeper dives where I say things that I can't say here on YouTube. Or go over to Patreon and become a patron over there. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining me on Waking Infinity News. Thank you.